Hello and welcome to this week's Monday Chatter Check-In. I'm Paige. I'm Anna. This is a very special pre-recorded episode this Monday as Anna is currently in Mexico, but regardless, we're so excited to talk about our recent visit to the Whitney Museum to see the Julie Maratu exhibition. The show is on view until August 8th and advanced reservations are needed to go to the Whitney right now, but they don't seem too hard to come by it. So we encourage everyone to go and visit. Like we booked our tickets a week in advance, but our friend had already booked her slot before we did and we were able to get a time slot for the same time she had. And they're actually very flexible. I had tickets on the wrong day that I had to cancel and they refunded and I was able to rebook. So that's really nice. Don't be stressed about that. Yes. But the show is comprised of approximately 30 paintings and 40 works on paper dating from 1996 to present day. This mid-career survey of the artist presents the most comprehensive overview of her practice to date. It was so incredible. It like occupies the entire fifth floor gallery. So it's like I knew it was big, but it was even bigger than I thought it was going to be for some reason. Yes. So Mertu was born in Ethiopia in 1970 and through her exploration in painting, she creates new forms and finds unexpected resonances by drawing from the histories of art and human civilization. From Babylonian stelae, architectural sketches, European history painting, and the sites and symbols of African liberation movements, her influences are vast. And at its core, Maratu's art is invested in our lived experiences and examines how forces such as migration, capitalism, and climate change impact human populations and possibilities. Some of the artist's imagery and titles hint at their representational origins, but her work remains very abstract. And even when you look at it, you can see like a background of architecture and then it's covered in abstract. I think my favorite part of the show was... um Like when you get there, you are looking at all of these massive paintings and I think all of her thoughts, like Paige and I went with another girl and we were just like wondering how does she do this? Like these are massive works. Like I was like, they are five times my size, like in height. And I just like could not imagine. We were like, oh, do you think she paints on the floor? Like, does she do it from above? I was just like so surprised to see the size of some of these and so my favorite part going back to that is that in one of the rooms in the um, exhibition floor has a video of how she does her work and like how she designs some of like the architectural features of the works and I think that was like so incredible I agree because so often you go to a museum and you're so amazed by the works but you really don't know what the process is so being Mm -hmm. able to first see the works and really think about it and experience it on your own Mm -hmm. and then after that getting to see the way they're made was so fascinating and also I thought that the presentation of those videos was so interesting yes, because they it was were like on vintage. projectors. Yes. Yeah, very vintage. Um, it, also, that room was hidden, so it's like kind of hard to um I didn't even find notice it. it except people I saw like other people turning this dark yeah. corner and I thought that's kind of odd. Well, I so like, obviously we followed. Our friend was like lost for a second and I was like, where'd she go? And then we found her in the room. But it was just like crazy because I feel like it would have been so easy to miss. So easy. Yeah. But it was like actually my favorite part. No, me too. Um I also there was another room that I loved it was like hidden but it was next it was in the first part of the exhibition and it was like next to the windows at the Whitney that are just like so beautiful and you can see the river and the new I don't even know what it's called the The, park that they're building it's the most insane thing it's on the water yeah yeah yeah. so you can see it and like there's a couch and then like the paintings there and it's it was just so incredible to see like the just juxtaposition of like the actual like beauty of the Whitney as 
like a space and then like the paintings being so cool and I think we both agreed when we were there that we don't go to the Whitney that often because Mm -hmm. it's not our favorite permanent collection yes so I forget how unbelievable the actual building is and all the outdoor space the way you can really move in and out and they Mm -hmm. do have sculpture works on display on the patios too so it really is a cool experience yeah I also think um like some of her works are really abstract and like kind of remind me of abstract expressionist works Mm -hmm. um more than like it almost has this like splatter paint yeah. effect that are that's layered like on the top drip. of yes. things. Yeah, but then some of the, like the works where you really get to see like her architecture background and like all of the like buildings and all of that detail are so incredible and there's so many of them and I I just like I was amazed like I liked her as an artist before but after the show I like have so much more admiration for her and I loved the series that she did for like the Arab Spring era so like there are these works there that like kind of um relate to all of the things that happened in Egypt during the Arab mm-hmm. Spring and I loved seeing the buildings under that and just the colors juxtaposed on top of that I thought was so incredible I loved the colors one of my favorite works I forget the title but it had this green circle oh yeah that one was really cool I put it on my own personal Instagram story I loved it that much but we will upload some of our favorites to our story so obviously follow us at creative chatter um shameless plug I think it's like one of my favorite exhibits I've seen in a while I completely agree and I also think it's one of my favorite that I've seen at the Whitney specifically yes and also while we were walking around I noticed things about the Whitney I hadn't before there are three windows in the same Um, room as the Arab Spring paintings Mm -hmm. that were so incredible they're like skinny windows (laughs) like so tall like floor to ceiling but very narrow um and like I'd never like experienced the 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 space yeah there's something about the works that really drew attention to the actual space yes at the Whitney Mm -hmm. which I loved and unexpected because the show was actually in LA oh right yeah before Mm -hmm. and the head curator is someone from LACMA which was interesting Our friend actually pointed that out. I didn't even (laughs) notice. And then I felt bad for not getting to see it in LA. What did you think about the labeling? Because I Mm. thought I learned a lot about the works that maybe I wouldn't have picked up on because they all, so many have historical references. Yes. So I thought, so a lot of them had no descriptions and then a lot of them had lengthy descriptions. And I really appreciated those lengthy descriptions because I would have never really learn so much like it's like what you're saying the historical references for example for the there was one about the holocaust Mm -hmm. in like germany and the architecture depicted is like buildings that were destroyed during the war and that was one of my favorite works i also loved that one i like maybe the title would have been like enough of a hint to like know what it was about but we wouldn't have gotten to know like so much detail about you glaze over a title yeah exactly like for the works that only had titles I didn't even like really bother to look at the label unless I loved the work and was like I want to know exactly what this is because it just Um, doesn't register in the same way exactly um another thing that I thought was really interesting is that a lot of the works that are on paper are in private collections so we're just like very lucky that we got to see them I loved the works on paper I'm so glad you brought that up because Mm -hmm. we haven't talked about it yet they're in glass cases and they're a much more practical size I mean the works themselves they're massive they take up the entire space at the Whitney there's Mm -hmm. who can put that in their home we actually were talking about 
how they go in and out like whether they have to take them off the canvas and right. we canvas They're them every time they so are moved because they are massive but also when we first walked into the exhibit and Paige saw the um, glass cases, she got so excited. She was like, yay, sketches. <laughs> I feel but like not we, all of them were sketches. They're not sketches. They're like watercolor sprints. Um, I just love getting to see the artist work process. on a different medium and the process. I yes. think it's so interesting. And I then agree. it really, you learn so much about, you appreciate more. The no, bigger I, I works agree. when you get to see the smaller works. It was like my favorite part of the cause show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I think the cause show is like a little different because cause like you, could make the argument like oh he's not really an artist but then you see his sketches right. and you're like oh my god he's so good at drawing and yeah. like painting and all of that but like Mertu is just like there's so, so much thought yeah. that goes behind mm-hmm. each one but either way it was just like so insane um funny story I recently got a Polaroid because one of my friends like inspired me to get one so I was like trying to take a Polaroid of like some of my favorite works and I just wanted like a Polaroid of like Paige at the museum because I was like it'd be so cute for the Instagram it and would then be so cute I realized that Polaroid though like all of the co- pictures come out with flash and then Paige I was like I do not turn it off <laughs> but apparently the flash is always there yes so I did not want to be associated with the flash at the Whitney <laughs> so I was trying to separate myself from Anna and I was like don't worry I won't take it and she was like still running away from me so. I don't trust you to <laughs> not take the photo but did I take it no, no. Uh, yeah what a good museum visitor right what right. a rule follower um that's kind of all I have to say about the show I highly recommend that everyone visits um oh also on that same floor it's like in a hallway basically there's also the crickets yes this was so crazy yeah there is another exhibition and I don't even remember the name of the artist or anything about the exhibition except that if you it's like you go into this hallway and it's on your way out to the balcony yes so it's green it's like lit with green light and you hear these crickets and I thought there were actually crickets in the museum which is so weird and so concerning on Mm -hmm. so many levels but then I realized because of the wall label, it's an environmental thing where it's... Yeah, it tells you like how many crickets, like how much noise a crickets have to make in order to like... To know the temperature. Uh, yeah, it's exactly. It's very cool. We didn't wait and count the cricket noises. No, no. We, so we, we could not tell you what the temperature was, <laughs> yeah. but it was interesting to see. We went out to the terrace and it was pretty cold. <laughs> yeah, a little windy. Um, but yeah, I think that I love the Whitney as a space and I loved seeing this exhibit I'm there. so glad we went to see it I recommend everyone go and they have until August so yes. there's really no reason not to I want to see it again I would go there again. is so much to like if you want to come with us let us <laughs> yes, know let us know if you want to join so I think that's it for the show but we do have a restaurant highlight for the week yes so we went to Bar Pisolino, which is, I think, owned by the same team as Via Carota across the street. And this is a controversial opinion, but we are not the biggest fans of, of Via, Via Carota. No, we, uh, yeah, we did not love it, <laughs> to not, say the least. Not rushing back. <laughs> yes, um, but people love it. So like, I don't know, maybe go try it and tell us your opinions. But Bar Pisolino is so cute. We loved it. Um, They have like little sandwiches that are kind of like the same as the San Ambrose sandwiches, if anyone here has been to San Ambrose. 
and how their sandwiches for lunch it's just for like snacks and they have apparently an amazing hot chocolate and they have coffee they have coffee yeah um and the place like the space itself is so cute so, so cute. highly recommend everyone goes and they actually have nice outdoor seating like yes. always not mm-hmm. pandemic seating just like nice sidewalk seating yeah, it's really cute. which we love to see instead of a hut in the middle of the street where you might get run over <laughs> we're excited for summer oh actually we have a story we were um eating lunch the other day before we go quick story we were eating lunch the other day in this car hit like the outdoor setup right it's the setup that takes over the parking yes. spots in front of the restaurant and, like this car was going so fast and just hit it the and car were... slammed into it part yes. of the car fell off yes. it was so scary i thought the um, whole thing was like gonna collapse on it. and everyone. then the waiters like came running to like fix the outdoor setup but it was like because so everyone is so concerned. There were people sitting there. Like, that's so wrong. Um, it's just then, so scary. And the driver left. Like, Oh, he, yeah. He fled the scene. He fled. He fled. <laughs> was not about to wait around. Um, so that was really sad to see. But we're so excited for outdoor um, like eating, I guess. We've been doing it for a while. But it'll be so nice in the summer. Once it is nicer outside, it's like, why not? Exactly. It's when you're suffering through 30 degree weather. But we did it. So. And your food gets cold before <laughs> you can eat it. <laughs> right. Anyways, thanks for tuning in. I am not in Mexico right now, but I will be when you listen to this. Very jealous. Um, And I'll miss Paige. (laughs) So sweet. And we'll be recording our Thursday top fives from afar. Yeah, so so stay tuned for that. Yes, we're very excited to um, Zoom and podcast. Cannot wait. Thanks for listening. Bye.